Welcome to With Liz. We dredge the internet for posts you'd share with your friends. I'm your host, Katie Bauer. We're here this week with Liz. That's right. I'm the Liz you're all here with. My pronouns are she, they. I'm a former hairstylist, so you know I have opinions for days. And a creative writing dropout making the most of life at home with a toddler. Matilda has identified her first emotion. She told me that she was sad when we finished watering plants today. <laughs> she said she was done watering plants or just she, sad about the action? She started crying and said, I'm sad. I think she was sad yeah. that we were done watering plants. Okay, fair She enough. likes being helpful. So, Liz, I know I have made you apologize on this podcast before, and I feel it's my turn to apologize about Shrek. Good. I'm not- I I agree. <laughs> this apology is, has waited. I've waited too long for this apology, and I think our audience has as well. You know, yes. So I, I'm not good at apologizing. Not in a big way. So I went to YouTube to find the best apologies. I might have ended up with the worst, but I've written them down here. So. <laughs> I love the theater of the mind. You're welcome. I'm a Foley artist. <laughs> <clears throat> this is going to be hard. I am speaking directly to you, our seven listeners. I am sorry <laughs> for forcing my Shrek kink on all of you. <laughs> that sucked of me. I will do better. I barely recognize that person from like four weeks ago. <laughs> I promise to never bring up Shrek again, unless it is really funny and it would make Liz uncomfortable. <laughs> I love you all, all seven of you. Oh, wait, uh, it dropped. There's, there's only six. I love all six <laughs> of you listeners. It dropped because you said Shrek again. Yep, that's truly sorry. I can only assume that the episode title Horny for Shrek is why. <laughs> So many people stopped listening, and I understand. <laughs> I'll do better. We thought it would pique interest, but it just alienated it about open. half of our audience. <laughs> half of our audience saw that and went, no, thank you. To be fair, you thought it was going to be your uh, your mobility aid story. <laughs> I got you covered. It was always going to be me. <laughs> Well, thanks for taking the hit. You're welcome. Thank you for that apology. Although I don't feel safe. I don't feel safer than I did before you apologized. But I said I barely recognize that person that did this to you. But you also said that you'd do it again if given the opportunity. <laughs> I said I wouldn't unless it was funny or it'd make you uncomfortable. What's the problem, Liz? Why are you being You hear like what you're this? saying, right? <laughs> I hear everything perfectly. <laughs> I think it was the best apology <laughs> that anyone has ever heard. Well, I'll post a picture of it on Instagram so people can see. <laughs> no one else could have written it but me. I just want you to know that because of this, that Chelsea and I are, are saving our first time watching Shrek the Musical for when we are together. And we're going to watch it together. Yes. I hate you a little bit. And I will be there because you'll tell me about it and then I'll hide in the bushes. <laughs> <laughs> and when it's done, I'll go, wasn't it great? Oh my gosh. I'll be like, I don't know what you're talking about. 
You just won't give it to me, even though it's great. Mm -mm. Fine. Liz, I didn't come here just to apologize. I also have some things. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, I have something uh I want to get off my chest. Not really off my chest, but just like a little announcement. I figured since uh, it's Pride Month and it probably won't be anymore by the time that this this airs. Just keep pride with you in your heart and it's pride all year I round. I celebrate pride all year round. I wanted to like officially come out as polyamorous because like I've hinted at it in this podcast before, but like I don't want people to think that I'm cheating on my husband. We have an open <laughs> relationship on my end. This would be wild way for chris to find that right out. yeah no um i've hinted to it uh saying things like my lady friend becca she's a woman i see i just kind of wanted to say that i am deliriously happy with this decision to open up our relationship on my end and it's been nothing but good things so far and just kind of wanted to throw that out there and say that i think a lot of People have negative feelings towards that lifestyle choice because they, you know, don't hear the success stories. And I know this is a very new phase in my life. Um, Just, you know, started doing it in November of last year. But um, I hope this is going to be a success story that will make, you know, mainstream more comfortable with the idea of ethically non-monogamous relationships. I'm very happy that you clarified November of last year because it's June and it'd be wild yeah. if you started in November of this year. <laughs> You'd be as equally unstuck in time as Isaac yeah. is. Yeah. Everything is uh, tomorrow. Everything is like, tomorrow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's it's basically, uh, we played Super Smash Brothers yesterday. He goes, uh, when you and I played Super Smash Brothers tomorrow, mm-hmm. you mean yesterday? He goes, yeah. We'll play it again He'll tomorrow start. too, though. Yeah. <laughs> Is that his game? He's just trying to get more Smash yeah. Brothers. But Liz, thank you for joining us with your beautiful pride announcement. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Trying to live authentically and out and proud. So I live inauthentically, according to what YouTubers tell me to say. That's really <laughs> what I'm bringing to this episode. Nah. I mean, everyone's version of authenticity is a little different, too. Like, you don't have to share every bit of your private life and i don't share every bit of my private life but that was something important for me to share anyway we can proceed here for it oh perfect thank you you're welcome liz i didn't just come here to celebrate (laughs) your successful polyamory hi becca (laughs) i also brought you here to talk about some things i found on the internet so this first one is from r bumble it's really more of a thought experiment what is the woman's version of the fishing pick. I mean, I can give you more of their posts. Mm-hmm. They're kind mm-hmm. of nice. I'm going to be mean. I get that there are so many men out there with a pick of them holding a fish that it's become a meme. But what's the women's version? For my area, there are two either standing on top of one of the three peak stones or stood in front of a neon sign at a very specific cocktail bar. <laughs> no shaming. This is all just meant in good humor. I would okay, so this is very appropriate that you started with this question because I would have been on the apps recently. I was gonna say the lesbian or you know, sapphic equivalent of that that I've found is posing with Bucky the Beaver. The beaver is a mascot for um I think a gas station in the south that's like 
like a Piggly Wiggly sort of thing, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. lesbians and beavers. Beavers. Do you get it? Yeah. Oh, I get it. I say this because I've seen. <laughs> let me let me think. <laughs> Two, three, four. At least five. Mm, so not even as many listeners as we have. Yes. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a common thread. <laughs> it's a common thread. Um. Mm. For the for the heterosexual or heteroflexible woman, I would say um, it's probably like street art, like um, angel wings behind you. Oh God! Anything that would show up in a white woman's Instagram song. Yeah, is. exactly. There's one that I think gets deeper to what the fish pick actually is. Yeah, what is it? That is the mere selfie with mess in the background. Yes. It's low effort. Yes. But at the same time being like, mm. I'm cool though. That or the like Snapchat filter with like dog face on. Oh yeah. I'm funny and cute. Ha! <laughs> Look at me using this creepy filter. Full manic pixie dream girl is what you're trying to no, say. No, that's not even that's so that's not manic pixie dream girl. Manic pixie dream girl would be more like peace sign. Aren't I cute? Like here in my my studio apartment with all my books and paintings. Okay, Liz. The energy I'm talking about, Liz. I'm bringing this energy to you, the manic pixie, because yeah. Cameron has called me a manic pixie. Yeah, including in my dating profile when I met Cameron. Yes, was me. Drinking out of a martini glass mm-hmm. with three different strands of fake pearls mm-hmm. and a giant piece of art behind me that was just sitting in my studio apartment. <laughs> and me giving a cheeky, like, cheers. <laughs> that is the Manic Pixie slash hipster dream girl equivalent. I feel attacked. Thank you. As you should. I may have been pulling <laughs> um, real things for that uh, picture. <laughs> because i recall i recall that dating profile you know what what i'm saying is like the the low effort ubiquitousness of the snapchat fail snapchat filter is comparable to the fish pick Hmm. i would say also i would also accept a uh puppy that is not yours that's that is a honey pot. You put a puppy in here that mm-hmm. I want to snuggle. You're a liar. Yeah. A liar. You should be banned from dating after that. Not even internet dating, just dating. You have mm-hmm. to live alone with no puppies. <laughs> I read an article, I forget where, it's probably BuzzFeed, who who cares, about how <laughs> like, how interesting it is based on your ge- geographical location as to which is the most popular like location to get your picture taken for a dating profile like if you live in i think it's knoxville it's the angel wings it's either knoxville or nashville someplace in tennessee i feel like it's nashville (laughs) oh i got a really nice message from quentin what's up quentin um he said that he can close his eyes when he's listening to us and it takes him back 13 years ago (laughs) good keep your eyes closed i look (laughs) the exact same (laughs) <laughs> yeah we both look the exact same exactly the same this is this is sometimes a time warp in a very strange way mm-hmm. quentin and i once wrote a star wars parody at like snippets of 2 a.m mm-hmm. it's called two demented monkeys star wars i still have it quentin hit me up if you want to take a trip down <laughs> memory lane 
we made some truly terrible jokes. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, the, the the end is the fish pick is low effort. It is boring. It is the same thing over and over again. It doesn't show you're different or interesting. It just shows you're smelly. You can hang out by a lake and maybe catch something. But let's be honest, you probably didn't catch that fish that you're posing with. No, your uncle caught it and you're just holding it. That's fine. I would like to see someone with a baby posed like a fish pick. Oh, no. That would be involved hanging from a line. Cut that. Yeah. Cut that. Yeah, cut that. No, no it's, it's cut in it. there forever. Cause... I just meant like awkwardly holding the baby. Like, look how big mm-hmm. the baby is. Well, you know, sometimes they hold the fish under the gills. So you could just hold the baby <laughs> under the gills. Sorry. That was we a half formed thought. That right? was a half formed thought. <laughs> they also hold the fish like two hands. Two hands, yeah. I guess I guess it helps if uh, you describe what I'm doing instead yeah, I of got just you. doing this on an audio medium. You remember all those cute pictures of babies being like sleepy sunflowers? Has Liz got a business idea for you? <laughs> hold it like a fish. What if you're holding it like a fish? Next <laughs> week, we're going to do like a buck that you killed. You just get some horns, you pull them on the head, and you just pick it up by the head. It's fine. God. That's how babies work. I'm sure there's a birth announcement that has like a baby with antlers on it. And it's, uh, it's probably like, lock up your daughters. Oh, God. Yeah. Ugh. Jackson with an X is coming to get him. <laughs> hey, now. Liz. <laughs> yes. I want to play a game. You want to play a game? Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you want a fuck, Mary kill, a would you rather, or the new game? Let's start with a fuck, Mary kill. We'll come back to the new game. Okay. I have a pair of fuck, Mary kills that go together. Okay. First options. Lestat from Interview with a Vampire. Count Dracula from Bram Stoker's Dracula, a.k.a. Gary Oldman. <laughs> or Max Shrek slash maybe Nosferatu in Shadow of a Vampire. Played by Willem Dafoe. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Nosferatu? Who knows? Maybe? No. <laughs> uh, okay. This is like problematic vampires. Because there are some non-problematic vampires. But like Lestat is highly problematic. As is <laughs> Count Dracula. <laughs> as is Max Shrek slash maybe Nosferatu. <laughs> okay. So probably going to have to kill Lestat. He just makes bad choices all around. Yeah. I, uh, so if I marry Dracula, there is in fact a harem I'd get to chill with. And sometimes Keanu Reeves shows up. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That kind of answers it. All right. So (laughs) I'm going to marry Dracula, Gary Oldman. Okay. And then I'm going to fuck Nosferatu. We've already established that a little Nosferatu goes a long way in my book. (laughs) Sprinkle the Feratu. I I have to kill Nosferatu. Mm, features too baddie. Yeah, too baddie. Just too baddie for me. Even though I don't think Lestat would be interested in my genitals. <laughs> to be fair, the way he acts, I don't think he's interested in anybody's genitals but his own. Uh, yeah, that's true. I could probably get, like give him a hand job with like a mask of Brad Pitt in front of my face, so he would be able to get hard. Uh huh. Uh huh. Which is how we all get hard. There has to be a mask for Brad Pitt. 
Yeah, or just like a mirror in front of my face. So mm. could, oh, but he wouldn't be able to see himself because he's a vampire. Oh, <gasps> you'd have to do a, a like watercolor yeah. drawing. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. We, uh, amateur it. watercolor. Yeah, I I hadn't thought about the harem aspect of Count Dracula and Bram Stoker. So and also Keanu Reeves shows up every now and again. Yeah, to do a bad English accent. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I got we we rewatched that version a couple years ago when Lucy reemerges from her coffin. I was like, this is just like a Lady Gaga video, basically. And Chris, without missing a beat, was like, rah, rah, Dracula. (laughs) (laughs) It was amazing. (laughs) He had to be there. (laughs) Just like that Chris had that like ready to go immediately. He he had been waiting for years. Mm -hmm. He had that in the back of his mind. (laughs) For sure. The the pairing for that is less problematic vampires. Nope. I'll see if you can guess the theme. <laughs> Frank TJ Mackey from Magnolia. Les Grossman f- from Tropic Thunder. Oh no, you cruised and me. Lestat from Interview with a Vampire. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so Tom Cruise being a motivational speaker. Tom Cruise being a man with prosthetics or Tom Cruise being a vamp- a gay vampire. Okay, allow me to break it down. So uh, I've only ever seen Magnolia once. <gasps> what? I didn't know his name. I had to look it up. I didn't remember Boo! what his name was. You just call him Tom Cruise. So uh, it's Tom Cruise being an abusive motivational speaker. It's Tom yeah. Cruise being an abusive movie producer it's tom yep. cruise being an abusive vampire yep that's the one yep jesus okay we've discussed tom cruise several times on this podcast already and the church of scientology is probably after us already <gasps> do you think that's why we lost listeners probably yeah they've got their hands in the pot <laughs> this podcast has 17 listeners <laughs> that won't do that won't do it all. Did they talk bad about Tom Cruise? Oh, no, no. Several times. Oh. Several times. How is Tom Cruise always always a part of this podcast? No, I feel like we've mentioned him like three times, but we've only aired like six episodes at this point. So <laughs> that's, that's 50%. 50%. It's fine. That's more than we've mentioned Trek. What kind of a world is. is this? <laughs> We also have Tom Cruise. He's universally appealing, unless you're us. I'll I'll make a uh, an apology letter tomorrow about Tom Cruise. I'll read it aloud. No, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise gets no apologies. Uh, so I. Uh... I feel like you're uh giving a hand job while wearing a mirror plan is really good. So I'm gonna fuck Magnolia. He has mm-hmm. no name. Mm-hmm. And use that trick as we've established. It won't work mm-hmm. on Lestat. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to kill Lestat, and that means uh, Tropic Thunder Chubby is is my boo. <laughs> He's got better dance moves than me, so I can't be mad. Yeah, he'd be great at weddings, and he wouldn't go to any weddings. No, he wouldn't. He, right. No. no. <laughs> <sighs> I I can't make it interesting and change up my answer because I have the same. As you, <laughs> but, <Yeah. laughs> 
but what if it was also Jack Reacher? (laughs) (laughs) And Jerry Maguire. I'd kill Jerry Maguire. Yeah, he has to die. Too sappy. Oh, I don't think it's sappy. I think he's a horrible person. He's a horrible person that's being super stupid sappy. Everyone's bad. That's what we've learned. Mrs. Doubtfire, remember how you used to love Mrs. Doubtfire? She bad. She bad. Is that a metal straw? (gasps) (laughs) It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. Everyone's a bad person. Including Elizabeth. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have more games? (laughs) Yes, I do. I do. We're going to do a new game, which I've titled Florida Man Headline, Real or Fake? No. All right, Elizabeth, give it to me. I don't think you're ready for this. I'm not ready for this because you have a wild mind, ma'am. How am I supposed to know what you came up with and what's real? (laughs) Florida Man charged with assault with a deadly weapon after throwing alligator through Wendy's drive-thru window. That's real. It is real. (laughs) Florida man who tried to quote unquote run to Bermuda in an inflatable bubble rescued by Coast Guards again. Again. Real. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Because there's that moment in creative writing where you take it one step too far and you're like, I'll just erase that. That's fine. Couldn't be again. Again, that only happens in real life. <laughs> Florida man gets penis caught in snapping turtle. Liz, I want this to be fake, but I think it's also real. That one's fake. Oh my god! However, <laughs> in Googling to make sure it was fake, <laughs> there has been a Chinese man who got his dick caught in a snapping turtle, and there was a man in London who got his dick caught in a toaster. So. What? How? I don't know. What? I don't know. I want to hear know. his lie of how it happened. I don't want to know how it actually yeah. happened. Yeah. Did you trip and fall on it? On my toast in my hand, <laughs> and then I went to put it in the toaster, but it ended up around my dick, and then my dick was in the toaster, and then it wouldn't come out. So I had to call round here. Yes, there is jam on the toast already, which is not traditionally how you put it in the toaster. I understand this is strange. <laughs> if only I had left the jam off. So can my dick be saved? That is the question. Is there irreparable damage to my urethra because of the marmalade? <laughs> I'm very sorry to anyone oh who's God. ever met a British person. <laughs> Horsing Notting Hill. I'm just sorry. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Next one is Florida man attacked during selfie with squirrel. True. It's true. Florida man wears shirt that says, quote, who needs drugs? No, seriously, I have drugs, quote, is arrested for possession of drugs. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so torn. (laughs) I think you made that up. It's true. Oh, God damn it. God damn it, Florida. <laughs> Florida man 
rescued from Gulf of Mexico after attaching balloons to chair. Real. I made that one up. <gasps> you fucked me. How dare you? <laughs> I actually um, embellished a plotline of King of the Hill for that one. There's an episode <laughs> where Bill attaches balloons to a lawn chair and ends up in a tree in Mexico. And then is beaten like a pinata. I feel like you could take just about any King of the Hill storyline and make it a Florida Man headline. Yep, yep, yep. Wow. Ripped from the Florida Man headlines. Florida Man tries to rob GameStop while wearing transparent bag on his head. Real. It's real. Ugh. The camera footage of that is spectacular. The way you can see his whole face. Well. It's not even distorted. There's a bag. It's fine. It's fine. This is fine. Florida Man ripped urinal off wall and ran naked into woods through the hole. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Just to clarify, he did run through Through the the hole. hole. Yeah. The urinal Kool-Aid man. I think that's real. That sounds dumb. It's real. It's real dumb. Yeah. Florida man arrested after driving motorized lawn chair down I-75. You made it up. I did. I did. Florida man apparently painting anti-Hillary messages on Tampa Bay crabs. That sounds real. It's real. The photo was of a poor underbelly of a crab and it said Hillary is a fucking liar. Why the underbelly? That's the last place people are going to see your message. You know what, Liz? I know how to get all of our listeners back. We hired this man to do our PR. Seems like a real bright bulb. Yes, he is. Uh, Florida man gets tired of waiting at hospital, steals ambulance, and drives home. You're just talking about every fantasy I've had when I've been admitted to a hospital. It's like... Just leave. Um, I think that's real. It's real. Yeah. Perfect. That was that was my last one. Now I know so much more about Florida men. This is once again I bring you something where there is no right answer. What's the sound of one hand clapping? <laughs> Does a tree falling in the forest make a sound if no one's there? Gotcha. From our shower thoughts. Okay. It's only acceptable for a relatively small portion of the population to announce publicly and repeatedly to close friends and family that they are finishing in or being finished in by their sexual partner. Do they mean that they're coming? Yes. Can you repeat that? Oh, sure. Absolutely. It is only acceptable for a relatively small portion of the population to announce publicly and repeatedly to close friends and families that they are finishing in or being finished in by their sexual partner. And there's one phrase. We're trying for a baby. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Finished in. Mm-hmm. I I get it now. I was thinking it was like a British expe- expression for for just that people were coming, like period. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, fin- <laughs> uh, my boyfriend finishing me. It's right, sticky. <laughs> That's why we didn't say we're we're trying ever. Uh, we just <laughs> announced that I was pregnant. One day of trying. I so know. come on now. But we had talked about that. Like, I don't want to bestow that knowledge, that mental image 
onto our friends and family that I am a walking cum dumpster. <laughs> that is how my usual state is, but they don't need to know. <laughs> you don't need to know it. Doesn't make it any better that the purpose is to make a baby. Mm-mm. Shh, 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 shh. Shh, 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 Because there's also that moment of like, yeah, sometimes things go very wrong and it's very hard to get pregnant for right? Of reasons, do you want everyone you know to be like, You pregnant yet? Are you pregnant yet? Because you I'm know who already yet? does that? Everybody you know, yeah, the minute you get engaged, mm. hey, <sighs> yeah, has there ever been a time where you have talked openly about someone nutting in you <laughs> to your family? No. <laughs> well if it wasn't you i don't know who it would be right <laughs> nope nope that's weird that's weird right yeah that's weird that's weird like outside of a breeding fetish sure maybe you talk to your partner <laughs> about that and like what's even weirder is like the cavalierness with which people will ask you when you're going to start trying again because that is asking the same question so when are you going to start raw dogging your wife again that was my father-in-law ew 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 they they, they were probably four weeks after Ada was born that they came to visit for a myriad of reasons one was me saying no one visits for the first two weeks and my father-in-law was like you don't know you're probably going to want help and I was like I can be wrong I can be a hundred percent wrong I can come home the first day and be like, I need help anybody, anywhere, but that's not how I feel right now. And I didn't. Suck it, Scott. But he also (laughs) was the one that, when they finally visited, he was like, when you working on the second one? I was like, how about I stop forever, Scott? (laughs) Damn it. I'm going to just say, I... I love my father-in-law. He is a very kind man. He is very good with the kids. But he just finds the things where I can't sit back and be like, no, this is fine. This is fine. (laughs) Instead, it's like I have to put on my work gloves and go, no, Scott, we're not doing this (laughs) for these reasons. I can't just say whatever you want, Scott. (laughs) This isn't nom, Scott. There are rules. Scott was never in Nam. I was making a big Lebowski <laughs> reference. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, love you, Scott. You also don't listen to this. <laughs> Siobhan might. Hey, Siobhan, how's it going? Sup, Siobhan. Scott and Siobhan. That's a great combo. I mean, Katie and Cameron. What are we here for? Alliteration. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, yeah, Chris and I can't have a future then. Yeah. That's what I brought you here to talk to you about. Yeah. Okay. Coming in people, and then also that you and Chris don't have alliteration, therefore you're doomed. Got it. I mean, look at my parents. Well, that's a bummer. Anne and John mm. even have the vowel and the consonant duo. It's not okay. Not okay. Yeah. I'll write up the divorce papers. Once again, <laughs> not a lawyer, but I'm going to do it. It's all about confidence. It's all about the confidence. It's true. Or at least give me something else than us talking about being cum dumpsters. <laughs> we talk about that a lot. Yeah, we do. Would you rather mm-hmm. have telekinesis or telepathy? Telepathy, because I want to know what bitches are saying. Mm, I'd rather have telekinesis. I don't want to know what bitches are saying. I want to know what bitches are saying. I'm going to hate it. I am immediately going to regret my decision, but I want yeah. it. 
You want to know what everyone is thinking I about you at, know. at all times? Can I control who I listen to with my tele... tele <laughs> Yeah, I would say yes, because I was thinking with the telekinesis that you'd be able to control what you wanted to move. So why wouldn't you be able to control who you who you listen to? Okay, then yeah, absolutely. That's what I yeah. want. Okay. Because I don't need to listen to the haters. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking it would be really cool if I could like get stuff from other rooms or like not move as much as I need to. <laughs> just... How cool would it be <laughs> if I could be... Like, what is so much shit? And I in Wally and just <laughs> never move for my lazy boy. And things just appeared that I needed. Just make my lazy boy float around. Full Xavier stuff. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> also, like, I lose stuff a lot. So I could just be like, hey, I wish I my phone was in my hand. And then there it is. This is radical because the, the way I've always imagined telekinesis is that, like, it's just like moving a muscle. Mm -hmm. There's a certain like situational awareness and mm. whatever that mm -hmm. you need to have so that if you don't know where something is, you can't just be like, pants, oh. pants, pants. You have to like know where the pants are and be like, they have to be like here. in view. Not within view. Just you just have to know. know where they are in the space around well that would you. still work for me because i could i could be like you know i think you it's lost your phone i think it's here i think it's i'm picturing and it on top of my dresser audi and audi is very <laughs> scared and mad and peeing everywhere i hope you're happy <laughs> but then i wouldn't have to clean up the pee with my own hands i could just use paper and towels and the pee spray and I'm now imagining make the vacuum just papers carpet. everywhere around you because they're like, I don't know, it's not exact when you put down papers. I don't know. She's already like deeply disturbed by literally everything that happens to her in her life, no matter how mundane it is. So I don't feel like this, this would be much of a departure <laughs> from her day to day anxiety levels. I think you underestimate her anxiety levels. Nah. <laughs> This category of fuck, marry, kill is called collective film roles of creature actors. I'm intrigued. <laughs> and I asked Chris his opinions on this, and he wanted to give a warning to you to be aware the way you answer for the one who plays King Kong. Here we go. Doug Jones, Andy Serkis, and Warwick Davis. I'm assuming King Kong has to be Andy Serkis. Yes. Like okay he's yeah he's he's just saying i was gonna say out of the three of them i don't think doug jones has ever played king kong Warwick davis speaks for himself yes he hasn't played king kong it's fine i love you short king short king i always had an attraction to willow it's a different issue i Me probably need to address too. thank you Warwick davis is a good looking man he's a good looking guy yeah and, like, he's such a sweet dad in Willow, and, like, he's so strong, and, yeah, he's he's a hottie. He's what's up. I would hit that. Now, the collective roles I'm talking about, just to review, in case uh, people aren't familiar with the work of these actors. I was going to say, like, Doug Jones has done everything. Yeah, Doug Jones. We have <laughs> Billy the Zombie from Hocus Pocus. That was his first role. We have the Fishman from The Shape of Water. We have the multiple hor horrifying things from Pan's Labyrinth, most notably the eyeball hand flesh wad thing. <laughs> 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 
we have a fish head man in Hellboy. I'm not sure what the character's name is. No idea. What else we got? Uh, he was also in Star Trek, I believe Discovery, mm. where he wears ridiculous high heels all the time. Amazing. It hurts my brain, but Doug Jones can do it. He's got it. He does got it. He got his start uh, locally for me, by the way. Did you know that he was a uh, clown at King's Island? Thanks. I hate it. You're welcome. Okay. And then we have Andy Serkis, who did almost all of the monkeys in Planet of the Apes movies. <laughs> Very monkey-heavy list of, of characters. King Kong, of course, as aforementioned. Um, ape, please. Ape, please. Ape. Yes. And then Gollum slash Smeagol, Lord of the Rings trilogy. Mm-hmm. What else we got with him? God, there was some other Peter Jackson joint that I'm not seeing in my mind's eye. Yeah. Sorry, Andy Circus. It's okay. You're incredible, Andy Circus. You have a weird face. You do have a weird face, but it works. And then, of course, uh, Warwick Davis. Warwick Davis, who has played an Ewok, a malevolent leprechaun. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. I forgot about the leprechaun yeah. series. <gasps> Yeah, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. Willow and Goblin in the Harry Potter franchise, uh, Goblin Baker, as well as a halfling teacher, I believe, is what Professor Flitwick is. I'm so glad that you expected me to know this. I do not. Okay, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> I hope I got it right. If, if not, uh, Corrections Corner at the beginning of the next episode. Okay, so- I um, want to do Warwick- dirty we, we're not here to do a davis dirty Mm-mm. uh so uh andy circus has to die yes. sorry andy circus absolutely mm-hmm. it's not you it's everything about you <laughs> and the work that you've done it's your face and the way your body moves and also your face and the way your body moves it's unnatural <laughs> i don't like it <laughs> i think i would probably sleep with doug jones because the way his body moves, I'm like, that's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. There has been no, like, role that he's in where I'm like, this feels unnatural. I'm just like, yeah. Yeah. Those are some weird eyes. Tell me I'm, more. I'm generally not into the, um, what is it, ectomorph body type? <laughs> like, really, really tall, <laughs> slender. Generally not into that. Uh, mm-hmm. I like a little cushion for the pushing, <laughs> if you will. Mm-hmm. I like I'm soft. I like a soft body. But Doug Jones can get it. I like a soft boy. I like a soft boy or gal or non-binary folk. The only (laughs) angular NB I'll take is Doug Jones. (laughs) Yep. I'll allow it. (laughs) (laughs) And then marrying Warwick Davis, obviously, because he's amazing. Although he would be the leprechaun from time to time. So there's that. But I think I could fight the leprechaun and I would win. Listen, I have seen all of the leprechaun. <laughs> leprechaun in the hood is uh-huh. by far the greatest. The first one's pretty good too because it's Jennifer Aniston pre nose job. But uh, like, yes, just don't take his gold. That's all you need to learn from the movies. Don't Which take I his gold. And he's- Although if you were married to him, wouldn't his gold be your gold? So he can't be a bitch about it. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so this this ties in nicely with 
Doug Jones is in a lot of Guillermo del Toro movies. Guillermo del Toro. And um, the category here is adorable weirdos. Guillermo del Toro <laughs> is the first one. <laughs> we have Steve Buscemi. Oh. And then we have oh. then we have Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> Who, at the time of this recording, all three of these people are not problematic. <laughs> I was going to say, hey, Liz. Yeah? Hey, here, choose between adorable weirdos. You know they're my I know. Catnip. I know. Okay, so Guillermo del Toro and... Uh, Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi and also DeVito. And also Danny DeVito. Oh, no. I don't. <laughs> I'm... Okay. I love Danny DeVito. Death to Smoochie is one of my all-time favorite movies. <laughs> which is a weird thing to say to people. <laughs> hey, it's one of mine, too. <laughs> and who you made you watch it so much? Well, I had already seen it and loved it. But do you remember how many times we watched it together? <laughs> this is what I'm saying. <laughs> it was like once a month for a while. Maybe more. <laughs> We went through a real death to smoochie face. <laughs> There's still times that my kids make something that looks like a dick. And I just go, here's a rocket ship. <laughs> Chris hasn't seen death to smoochie and I need to show it to him. I know. I, know. I want to be there. I want to be there. Okay, we'll, we'll arrange a viewing where he can watch it with you. Because I think he's going to fucking love it. Like, Who wouldn't love it? Yeah, he he brought up the fact that he had never seen it when uh, he was talking about the the Robin Williams fuck Mary kill and um, and I was, he was like I, and I said yeah and, you know one hour photo came out around the same time as Death of Smoochie and he was like I've never seen Death of Smoochie I was like you've never seen Death to Smoochie excuse all me. the colors are excuse rainbow from mob to blue the shoes are different the styles don't match some like to catch while others snatch. <laughs> I really, I really like Death to Smoochie. Um, it's an underrated <laughs> gem. I, <laughs> I often think to myself in Fuck, Mary Kills, am I just doing this because I respect the person? <laughs> Dan DeVito, the answer is yes. It's like, <laughs> just doing it because I respect the person. So what are you doing with him? I don't know. He's not dying. <laughs> I know. I, oh no. Guillermo del Toro has such like a soft face. So, I know. But also he's spooky and I like yeah. a spooky. A spooky softy. <laughs> <laughs> we love a good spooky softy. Where are my spooky softies at? <laughs> but there's also, I'm just going to keep talking. There's also Bishemi who uh -huh. is all kinds of wrong. Uh-huh. But it's so wonderful. Yes. Yes. Oh no. And by all reports, when he when he is interacting with people is delightful he's in real just life a, as well. A gem of a person. All yes. of these people are, actually. Oh no. From what I've heard. I don't can can you throw in a Tom Cruise here? No. <laughs> no, I can't. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, I hate it. Okay. Oh, no. Um, Do you want me to go first? Yeah, you go first. I can't lose. Okay. Too hard. I'm going to have to mercy kill Steve Buscemi. <laughs> because 
he lost his wife recently, like in the past couple years. So I think I think I'll just reunite them. Oh no! No, I have the exact opposite reaction. Okay, so I have to marry Steve Buscemi to nurse his soul back to health. I can fix him. I think he's had a good run. I think he's had a good run, and he went to be his wife. Well, you appear to be over the age of 60, so you've had a good run. <laughs> Say goodbye, Steve. We're done here, Steve. I've got a uh, ice float to send you out on. You're going to love it. <laughs> no, Adam Sandler cannot call you on this ice float. I don't know if that's a blessing or a curse, Steve. I don't know. <laughs> All right. So, and then I'm uh-huh. fucking Guillermo del Toro because I I think it would be wild. And then also really good snuggles afterwards. I agree with you on the snuggles. I do not agree with you on the wild. No, I think I don't think that he would be capable of being wild. I'm saying he would have some buck wild fantasies that we could play out. Mm-hmm. And I I have the athleticism to do probably most of that. How uncomfortable would you be when he was like, go sit in that chair over there and you sat down and it was actually Doug Jones pretending to be a chair? And it would not be uncomfortable at all. You're you're down for this? I am down for his Doug Jones flesh chair. <laughs> <laughs> Living flesh chair. I made this joke and hate it. Uh, so, <laughs> and I'm marrying Danny DeVito because it would be wonderful. <laughs> so, um, I'm killing Guillermo del Toro because you have forced my hand. <laughs> I'm going to take care of Buscemi. <laughs> he needs a maternal figure uh-huh. to love him. I will marry him and be his mommy wife. And yeah, I'm going to fuck uh, Danny DeVito. Why are you fucking Danny DeVito? Because I respect him. <laughs> <laughs> we got a few years left on this planet. I'm going to get real weird with it. I respect that too. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, we uh we do not align, but <laughs> God damn you and your freaky threesome between Guillermo del Toro and fleshy chair Doug Jones. Why is that more upsetting than me? Mercy killing Steve Buscemi so he could be reunited with his dead wife. They're both equally upsetting to me. I have made my choice as a direct reaction to your crimes, ma'am. All right, Liz. Enough of your nonsense. (laughs) (laughs) On to my nonsense. (laughs) This leads us now to Katie's moment of anger. (laughs) This one I have a personal experience to talk about that was pretty recent. (sighs) So this one comes from R, not how girls work. (laughs) These are always good. Just great. Just real great. A woman may participate in conversation among men only if she is addressed directly. She answers the question briefly, reservedly, and respectfully, and then immediately falls silent again. A woman is meant to be seen and not heard. When it comes to topics of politics, finances, or sexuality, she points out that she isn't allowed to comment on them because of her husband's instructions. It should be self-evident that men never discuss such topics in the presence of a woman and do not ask them about it. 
Uh, did Chris give you specific instructions about what you're allowed to talk about on this podcast? Um, n- no. Mm. He um, generally lets me do my own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, no, not lets me. That sounds weird. <laughs> <laughs> we both do our own things. Do and say our own things because we're our own people. Um, Ooh, I will run stuff by him. Mm-hmm. Be like, hey, on this episode, I want to talk about. Yeah, we got threesome with Guillermo del Toro and Doug Jones. We cool? And also being a cum dumpster when Ooh. we were trying to have a baby. Is that good? Is that good? It's factually accurate. So. He'll be like, yeah, yeah. Seems seems legit that that, that happened. Mm-hmm. Not the threesome, but... <laughs> Yet. (laughs) I've said way weirder shit to him and in front of him in real life, live with our friends and also with non-friends. You you never know what's going to fly out of these lips, honestly. Usually it's cum, but that's... (laughs) (laughs) Only when I'm ovulating. (laughs) I'm truly sorry. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I'm pretty sure most of Chris's family would prefer it if I acted like the way that the poster expects women to act. Then we might still be talking. <laughs> <laughs> Doubt it. Because you can't keep that tuck away. <laughs> I really can't. <laughs> I love living my apparently non-female life. Mm. Where I talk about politics and mixed company and everything else under the sun in mixed company because I have a, a brain that functions well most of the time. But you see, here's the thing. Mm. That poster doesn't say that a woman shouldn't talk politics, finances, or sexuality just in mixed company. Oh, period. Okay. So I guess we shouldn't yeah. vote either. No, because you're just basically voting exactly as your husband does. Right, right, so. right, 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 right. Yeah, because I can't read. No, well, <laughs> women can read. What kind of trouble? When I try to form my own opinions, it makes it makes my brain hurt because I can't I can't have a a period and a brain that work at the same time. Did you know that I literally cannot get in a car going faster than 75 miles per hour or my uterus will just shoot out of my body? That's true. That is true. Yeah, that's accurate. Same with trains, any kind yep. of vehicle. It's a good thing you got your your tubes tied cuz that that's not my uterus. That's a different No, thing. no, like did you get them <laughs> did you get them like tied around your uterus? Is what I'm oh, saying? Oh, to hold them to tighter? hold it in. Yeah, to no, hold it all in. See- they took the whole thing out. Is that a problem? Oh. Is it about to fall out right now? Probably. You probably shouldn't laugh mm. too hard. Mm. Or mm. think too hard. Oh, no, the thinking. Yeah, thinking oh. loosens the uterus right up. And again. <laughs> I want a t-shirt that says thinking loosens the uterus right up. I don't know what it means. It's uterus yoga. (laughs) They're your foul male-like thoughts. Get out of here. Uh uh I do have to say I would be real happy if every cishet 
married man wouldn't speak unless it was approved by his wife. <laughs> no, I don't actually think that, but it is true for it is broadly applicable in my opinion. <laughs> Not all men, but a large swath. Of a here. lot of them. Just a, just a lot, just an, enough to make you it don't a have thing. a wife yet. Oh, okay, perfect. Oh. If your mother doesn't approve of what you would say, yeah. If your mother's dead, your bitchiest aunt. Your most outspoken co worker. <laughs> I'm electing all Pams in all offices yeah. to go, not now. No, You're no, not no. supposed no, to talk uh, about uh, that. Sh sh you sh know, sh that's not for you. That's not for you. All the blood Quiet isn't now. in your brain, it's in your dick right now. Yeah. Quiet. You should just, you don't know anything about finance or politics or sexuality. We all know when it's your time of the month, your testosterone's running wild and you get a little testy. You get big testies if you hear what I'm saying. Right, <laughs> yeah. other fam? High five. <laughs> Excellent Foley work. Foley artist. <laughs> Amazing. I don't know why we've lost listeners, Katie. <laughs> They'll be back. They'll be back. We'll be back. I can't stand. That's yeah, they'll be cute. back for this episode, which will be titled Cum Dumpster. <laughs> Doug Jones, Cum uh, Dumpster. Doug Jones, the Cum Dumpster. Whoa, you're implying that Doug Jones is the Cum Dumpster. Yeah. I'm implying you are Doug Jones's Cum Dumpster. Uh, I see now. Very, very fine I line. Now. I see now. Doug Jones, flesh chair, living flesh chair. That'll be the title. Doug Jones, living parentheses, flesh chair. living flesh chair, parentheses. <laughs> <laughs> Apostrophe S to show <laughs> possession. Come, Come down. Down. <laughs> Uh huh. my husband lets me talk so i can come up with all these jokes yeah it's really with you both of our husbands they're so permissive <laughs> my husband is the final editor on every episode which <laughs> say a lot about my husband he doesn't actually listen he waits until they're released for everyone else <laughs> oh chris does I made him listen to the last episode that we recorded before it gets published and because I value his opinion and I was talking about the mo mobility aids. Oh, you're like, please, please tell me I'm not canceled. Yeah, please tell me I'm not canceled. He's like, no, you were just talking about something that interested you as a child. Now, if it was still a huge aspect of your personality as an adult, that would be problematic. <laughs> or <laughs> if you did something oh. shitty to a person with mobility aids, that would also be a huge problem. But uh, kids are weird. Kids, kids are weird are and weird. I was no exception. I was a completely normal child. Oh, yeah. So, so normal. <laughs> I don't think you have any examples, Liz, so... Uh, ch chili Pepper Fest? What? Oh, my vest. I thought you were saying fest. Vest. Like a festival. Oh, no, that was normal. Yeah. My, yeah, all my friend Cassie's mom made it. Third or fourth graders. How old were you? Mm, let's see. I had glasses and braces, so it would have been third grade. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wear homemade chili pepper fabric vests. Mm -hmm. Laser background. Yeah. With a laser background for their school pictures. Yeah. 
And then the previous year, I had an entire cat shirt that was puff paint, also by Cassie's mom. Uh, What is Cassie's mom doing, and why isn't she making us merch? You know, listen, I don't remember Cassie's last name. (laughs) Just Google Cassie's mom, and I'm sure Cassie's mom puff paint cat shirt. That's three hits. (laughs) We're gonna get it. We'll find Cassie's mom. She's gonna do some serious merch for us. So normal. Everything was normal. Everything was normal. Listen. Imagining God wearing your dad's tidy whities under his robe. Everything. He's God the Father. What's everything's not, normal. Everything. It's what my dad wears. I'm assuming God made man in his image. Yeah. Therefore, my dad is wearing the same tidy whities. John Voss tidy whities. Yeah. Jehovah tidy whities. John Howard Voss tidy whities. Just in case anyone wants to Google my dad. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, we would go on forever because we would. We started off this recording with both of us having a really weird week. Uh I think it it ended up with a weird good episode. Yeah. You tell us. Hey, you, one of our seven listeners, six, sorry, I keep forgetting, email us. Uh, have you found something on the internet you want us to weigh in on? Hey, you should email us. Do you have another game you want us to play? You should probably email us. That's at withlizpod at gmail.com. Or contact us on Instagram at withlizpod. There you can find our promo videos, which are updated every week. And I'll occasionally drop in a little Easter egg for you that may be pictures of us in our formative years. Hey, whatever platform you're listening to us on, could you subscribe? Could you rate five stars? Five stars only. You definitely want to go to Apple for that because, I mean, go to Apple. Yeah. Tell us we're pretty. Please. Rate us five stars. I don't know. Please do it. Do it. Yeah. Do, do it. it. We're not asking, please. We're not asking permission. That sounds like a man's job to yeah. ask permission. Yeah. And tell your friends. <laughs> tell your friends to listen and subscribe. Interesting. Because they'll love us. How could you not? They'll they'll either love us or hate us. And that's, I mean. I feel like we have just weeded out some friends you don't need if they hate us. I agree. Are they actually your friends if they don't like the same things you like? No, they can not like other things you like, too. But this specifically. This podcast. This podcast specifically is the core determining factor of whether or not you should keep that person as a friend. Could I be friends with someone who doesn't love with Liz? You can't. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, thank you for joining us. It's wild out there, but remember, it's always better with Liz. We'll be back to chat next week with Liz. Liz.